Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continue yep. in some well-doing seek nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Great Luke You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them? Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do we follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Yeah. 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Satan to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright. Gonna learn today. Alright, alright, alright. Gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Let's right. right. good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHBK Presents Bible Talk. Uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, our podcast we air live every Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. Uh, to about 12 noon, sometimes 12:30 uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, Monday through Thursday, right here at ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk uh, podcast. To reach our podcast, you can uh, call in live at area code 646-668-2568 uh, to listen live to your phone or through your web browser. Um, uh, you can connect, connect with us live at www.blogtalkradio.com. Once you go to the, to, the, to the website, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and that will bring you to our, uh, our episode page. And while they're doing the live show, it'll say on air live now. Click the red button, and you've connected with us. All right? Um, and, again, our, our blog talk format or schedule uh, is Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, Central Standard Time. And then we come back on Friday nights um, uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, again, uh, with uh, our, live, our, our live podcast. And on Friday nights, it, it's um, – Get your words to get them, Shabbat. On Friday nights, it is the Brother Barnabad with uh, Friday, night, Friday night Bible breakdowns with Barnabad. Uh, again, that's every Friday night from 7 p.m. to uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then Monday through Thursday, um, 10 a.m. to noon uh, Central Standard Time for our live podcast. If you'd like to catch, if you're missing our live podcast, I'd like to be able to catch up. Uh, we ask you to please go to uh, our main uh, uh, page at www.blogtalkradio.com. Again, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. <clears throat> that would bring you to our episode page. And, and our episode page started from the latest one that we just did, going all the way back to our very first one, February 28, 2010. There's a, 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 a library, an archive of all of our shows that we've done since we, since we first started. So uh, www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, search box for Shaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. That's the uh, best way to get it. But you can also go to Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Apple iTunes Podcasts, and even uh, Podcast Addict, uh, and type in uh, ISBHPK Bible Talk. Our, our, our shows come up, but on those other formats, they only go back 300 shows. They only store 300 shows on those other formats. So you'll be able to go back to the, the latest 300 shows that we've done, be able to catch, catch up on any, anything you might have missed. Uh, mind you, we have uh, every Tuesday, we have Tazapah Tuesdays, Tazapah Tuesdays, Tazapah Tuesdays, every Tuesday, again, from 10 a.m. Uh, to 12 noon, Central Standard Time, and then catch uh, Brother Tazapah, Priest Tazapah, Uncle Tazapah, um, every Thursday now also, every Thursday now also, um, from, again, 10 a.m. to noon, Central Standard Time, for FYI Thursdays, for, for Your Information Thursdays. That's where uh, Tazapah takes questions uh, from, from everybody and goes through the scriptures and answers your questions very thoroughly on dedicated there on Thursdays. And then you got me on Mondays um, with the series of, of topics I'm going over 
coming on Mondays and Wednesdays uh, for a full schedule, if you will. All right. So again, that, that's our schedule. Again, welcome to the ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk uh, podcast. It is appreciated. Um, being a part of the ISBHBK Network of Schools, ISBHBK stands for the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. And we do have school locations uh, in San Antonio, uh, located at 4444 Walsham, Suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218 is the actual school location. Uh, you can check them out live online on YouTube um, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at ISBHBK San Antonio. All right. Uh, and then again on Saturdays for the Sabbath ceremony um, at ISBHBK uh, San Antonio. To help support the school here in San Antonio, uh, we ask you that you please check out Eastern Fragrances um, and On The Mark Moving. Eastern Fragrances provides you the, the, um, the best uh, cologne and perfume oils uh, that, that, that are available um, and, and, and the Egyptian uh, decanters, the Egyptian bottles uh, for, for your fragrances. And one thing that, that's kind of special with uh, Eastern Fragrances is once you get a, a, a bottle from them, don't throw the bottle away like you might do your, cologne, your colognes or whatever. Bring, the, bring your bottle that you purchased from them and get half-price refills on whatever fragrance you want. That's one thing that's kind of unique with, with uh, Eastern Fragrances. Uh, so come and check them out and help support the school here in San Antonio. Then they also have another uh, uh, business that's been established to help keep the school going, help keep, uh, keep people employed, is On The Mark Moving Company. On The Mark Moving Company provides you the greatest um, and high-quality uh, moves with the highest of professionalism. Um, anything, no, no jobs too big, no jobs too small. If you need a, a, a storage, um, a garage, an apartment, a house, a business, moved from, from, from place to place, across the city, across the state, across the nation. Um, hold on one second, brother and sister. I guess I sent the wrong link out, so please forgive. Let me correct this real quick. Little Bo Beef, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, king, the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Yo, I can't touch this heat, pessimizing. He is a liar, so says the lion, Jill. Oh, shelter in my protector. Running through him, be faster than a poor.
Alright, alright, alright. Gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. We are back. Um, forgive me for that. Um, I guess when I sent my my text bomb out, um, I had the wrong. Um, web link. <laughs> Excuse me. I guess I had the wrong uh, web link. Uh, so I, hopefully, I, I got it, I got the issue corrected. Um, so I'm moving on again. Uh, on the Mark movie uh, is a woman company establishing in, in, in San Antonio. They have all, all your moves, and they have, a, they have a, just like with Eastern, Eastern Fragrances, um, they're located in uh, Rolling Oaks Mall on the first floor uh, at a kiosk called Eastern Fragrances, right in front of Shoe Palace, uh, right in front of the, 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 the store called Shoe Palace on the first floor in between the American Cook Company and the elevators going up to the food court. You can find them right there. Um, so please uh, support the businesses and help keep the school here in San Antonio uh, up and running. Uh, we have a school location also in Houston, in Norfolk, and also in Rochester. Our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. Um, they have classes Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., again, Central Standard Time, and again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. And you can check them out also as, um, at ISBHBK, but put in ISBHBK Houston on YouTube. Again, from, um, uh, I'm sorry, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mondays and, I'm sorry, Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the schedule wrong, Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then Saturdays at 10 a.m., ISBHBK um, Houston, uh, uh, please check them out there. For our school in, our school in Norfolk, uh, 2016 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, 23517. Um, and you can watch them live on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Facebook Live under Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge uh, every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook Live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. You can come back on Fridays to check them out. Um, check class on our Fridays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on ISBHBK Norfolk from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then come back on Saturdays on YouTube as well, ISBHBK Norfolk, uh, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time uh, to check them out. Our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Street number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Um, you can watch them live as well on Tuesdays and Thursdays on YouTube at ISBHBK Rochester on YouTube um, at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
and again, again on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. If you'd like to help support our schools in Rochester, in Norfolk, and in Houston, we ask you to please log on to isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com. Well, you'll find links to, to Chose Creations, to Sweet Ambiance, as well as uh, Israelware. All these businesses have been established to help support our schools, again, in Houston, in Rochester, and in Norfolk. Um, and you, you, get a little something, well, uh, you can sign up for a monthly prescription to help the three schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. With your monthly, monthly prescription to, like, uh, Sweet Ambiance, every month you can have a custom-designed fragrance or the, the fragrance of, of, of the month for men, women, or children uh, sent to you every month um, at the subscription price, and now they ship out to you every month. And that helps keep the schools going uh, in our three locations. Uh, there's also uh, Israelware. You can get a subscription to Israelware where each month you can get, uh, depending on what subscription you, you subscribe to, where you can get um, uh, uh, a T-shirt or a T-shirt and a scarf for men, women, or children, according to what subscription that, that you, that you uh, sign up for. And, and with your monthly subscription, every month you can have uh, the shirt of the month uh, or the T-shirt of the month or the scarf of the month sent out for, and, and, and to you every month to help keep the schools and keep everything going in Houston, Norfolk, and in Rochester. If you'd like to just make a straight financial donation uh, to the schools in Houston, um, Norfolk, and Rochester, there's a link to the Wells Fargo account. Um, there's a link to the Zelly account or Zelle account at isbhbk at gmail.com or uh, cash app at isbhbk donations. Um, these are, again, ways to help keep our schools running and going in Houston, um, Norfolk, and Rochester. Please check them out. Um, I want to give a shout out to the brother Aisha White uh, up there in Albuquerque. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to him at 505 218 uh, 218-4218. Uh, if you have any questions over scripture, any questions over anything, the brother's expert on health, the brother's expert on, on nutrition, uh, and, and really into um, natural, clean living uh, as far as growing your own food and growing your own crops, uh, um, uh, having our own cattle, having our own sheep. Here's what the brother does. The brother is really magnificent. So reach out to brother Aisha White Desire, Erico 505-218-4218. We invite you to check out uh, uh, EO Pure Therapy. Um, EO Pure Therapy is located on the first floor of Bloomingdale Mall uh, in the J.C. Penney wing of the mall, directly diagonal from uh, H&M Clothing Store. Uh, uh, they specialize in uh, CBD uh, creams, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons, as well as handmade, uh, hand, handmade, custom-made bath bombs, bath salts. Um, Beard oils, uh, candles, soaps, uh, all your skincare needs, sugar scrubs, uh, salt, uh, salt scrubs. Check out EO Pure Therapy because EO Pure Therapy helps keep the event center, the EO Pure Therapy event center up and running. Well, we have classes there, Hebrew classes every Sunday at the EO Pure Therapy event center. We're looking on the second floor of Golden Oaks Mall at, at the far south end of the mall in the former Sears wing, right in front of the remote control race car track that's been established at the mall. Our doors are open every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. if you'd like to come and learn the Hebrew. All right? If you'd like to come and learn the Hebrew uh, at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. So we ask you to please check out and, and, and help support 
our, our efforts when we have going on with the uh, by supporting EOP or therapy. Uh, brothers and sisters, at this time, I'll give everybody some a list of names um, of, of brothers and sisters that need a little extra prayer um, that are going through um, some various issues, various uh, health health uh, problems or what have you. So I'm going to give you a list of names. Uh, ask that you might add them to your prayer request and, and send, send, these, uh, send these names up to the Father uh, that the Most High might, might, might uh, look after them. So we ask that the, the Most High in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the Holy Angels to watch over, to bless, to heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help, to guide, and to please take away all evil, all evil spirits, all evil people, um, all sicknesses, all guile, and all malice. And Father, we ask that you do this for the brother Sahawam and his wife uh, Wardaya. We ask Father that you do it for the brother John Span. We ask Father, we ask these things, Father, for Miss Catherine, my brother Miss Ma Dukes. Uh, we ask these, Father, for for Sister Becky and, and brother Daryl. We ask this, Father, for the entire Lovett family. We ask this, Father, uh, for the entire Coates family. We ask these things, Father, for uh, Kazaki and his family and his wife Shawashana. We ask this, Father, for the sister Anagashia. We ask this, Father, for the brother Salomon Rakai, Salomon Mayam in Houston. Father, we ask this for the sister Ayana Vanas Banyanyan, the wife of a warden Ayan. We ask this, Father, for some special needs children. Um, uh, 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 the daughter of Tazapai and Arakaya, Cece. Uh, the daughter of, of Gabakawa and uh, Anagasha, Aizali. Uh, and for the daughter of Badabada Kwadashaya, um, Aliyah. We ask, Father, and uh, especially today also, Father, uh, we lift up to you uh, Tazapah, um, Tazapah Riyah, as she's having surgery today, Father. We ask that you, uh, we ask that you please uh, protect him uh, as he's going through what he's going through right now as well. We lift up to you, Father, the brother Kodash Gabar. We lift up to you, Father, uh, the brother Yanawatar. We lift up to you, brother. We lift up to you, Father, the brother Sham Kodash. We lift up to you, um, Father, the brother uh, Gabar Gad uh, and his family. We lift up to you, Father, uh, Sister Ruthie Mae Johnson. And, Father, we also lift up to you, um, the sister uh, Kwadashaya, the wife of Brother Bar. We ask all these things, Father, in the name of your son, our King, our Savior, um, Jesus Christ, Bahashomi Havashai. Thank you always, always, Amen. All right, so now we get that out the way. Um, let's let's go ahead and um, get into this uh, continuation. Let's just, uh, I've, I've got this. I got a little something going on right now. Let me go ahead and take, I need to take an uh, intermission right now. Um, nothing serious, but I do need to take a quick intermission. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to continue with part seven of to deny Christ. All right, we're continuing with part seven of what it means to, to deny Christ. And we'll uh, be picking up pretty much uh, in Mark chapter eight, verse thirty-five, whereas uh, we ended we ended yesterday with Mark chapter eight, verse thirty-four. All right, so let me take this in, intermission, and when I get back, we're going to get into this class. Uh, where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? Because we do want to get back to life. We do want to get back to reality.
All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, coming back to life, back to reality. All right, brothers and sisters. Uh, yesterday, and let me let me let me slow down my speech. I feel rushed. Yesterday, we started. Um, we did do part six of to to, to deny Christ part six. Um, and yes, today is Thursday. And yes, the brother Taj Mahal was supposed to. Uh, this supposed to be his his second uh, Thursday uh, for your information Thursdays. But the brother uh, is having a medical procedure that he's having to take care of today, so he's not available. But he will be back with us on Tuesday, and again next Thursday. So continue prayers for him um, as he is going through something. He really is excited to have the uh, um, this second day of teaching where he's just doing all questions um, for your information. So my apologies that you have to hear my, put up with me again uh, for, for this Thursday. Uh, my apologies. But we're trying to keep trying to keep this moving, all right. Trying trying to keep this trying to keep this going. All right. Yesterday we was going over uh, uh, the part six of to deny Christ, and we were in Mark chapter eight verse thirty four, and we went through through we went through that kind of extensively. Uh, we really take a real good look at that, um, and, and the, another aspect of what it means to deny Christ uh, that we deny Christ when we don't deny ourselves. Right? When we don't disown ourselves, when we don't, um, when we, we make sure we stay attached to our feelings, we make sure we, uh, that our, and all of our decision-making is based on how we feel, but it's not based on what the most high wants. And how we, we learn to associate uh, our feelings with what is called wisdom. And we went over that pretty extensively yesterday. I, I don't want to take a lot, of, a lot of time recapping that, but we went over that pretty extensively yesterday, how... And the current world we're living in, uh, according to Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, it says that Christ died for us to deliver us from this present evil world. And, yes, this, this world is evil. But like I said in 2 Timothy chapter, um, chapter 4, chapter 3, um, that in the last days perilous times shall come, that the, the world that is established today, uh, the world that, that we live in now, is all about pleasing your senses. It's all about um, going by how you feel. And it, that's what makes this world a very satanic and a very evil world. It's about catering to how you feel. It's about catering to your, a person's own desires. Uh, and it's getting extreme to where now we, we, we really do have the LGBTQ uh, community um, uh, going, going rapid. But that's one extreme. Um, and, and, but then it really is about just doing things that make you feel well, make you feel good. Um, uh, finding things to ease and please and comfort your your life, and that's what's called wisdom. That's what the world today calls wisdom. Um, and then we try to put a, a real, real kind of fake pseudo spirituality to it. Um, that really is all about pleasing yourself, uh, finding ways that uh, of what you want to do where you don't deny yourself. There is no self denial. That that it, it, it's about for all the things going on in the world. All things that might be going on within in your particular world, it's about finding that connection of what's going to make you feel happy, what's going to make you feel good, um, what's going to give you comfort. That's what this world, this present world we're living in, that's what it caters to. That's what it pushes. That's, what, that's the mental conditioning of this current world we're living in, where it's not about, again, self-denial. And what we're going over in these scriptures and this series right now is when we don't use self-denial, we're denying Christ. I mean, we're denying why Christ came. 
We deny that Christ. We know Christ came in the flesh. He did, and then his whole Christ existence on earth was about denying himself. It was about him not doing his own will or seeing his own pleasure, or, or, or seeing his own. That was the example he left with, with everything he went through. That was the example he left us. And when we get into the mindset that it's about how I feel, it's about what makes me happy, what makes me comfortable, or what's convenient for me, we do deny Christ in that because there was nothing convenient about him being on the cross. For Christ had already been at the right hand of, of the Most High to be the, uh, the word of God. Uh, and, and let me get that scripture. I'm not thinking about it, but let, let, let's, let, me, let me dive into that, that part of this uh, a little further. When, when we understand that, let me get this word, principalities, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. I think it's for that right. When we go to Colossians chapter 1 verse 16, and I know this is going to be, it's, it's kind of jumpy, but let me see if I can walk, walk us through this real quick. When we read St. John in the first chapter, and we read about uh, God, Christ being with God and Christ being uh, with the Most High, and that through Christ, everything, that God made everything through Christ, and that Christ was with God in the beginning. And when we say that Christ, Jesus Christ, is the only begotten Son of the Most High, meaning Jesus Christ is the only spirit or entity or, or, or thing that God himself actually created, all right, that everything else in existence, it was given by the commandment of God to Christ, and then Christ and the angels made everything else. But the very first thing that God created was his voice, and that voice was what the world knows as Jesus Christ. To help back up what I mean by that, um, let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, where we're dealing with the preeminence of Christ. This, this how, how, pre, how, how was Christ, all right, that to understand what it meant for him to humble himself, to be put in flesh, what it meant for him to humble himself, be put in flesh, and come down and be a servant. To, to not, as he told the disciples, um, he didn't come down to be ministered to, but to minister, but to serve. But to understand, I, I it's not really uh, appreciated just what he did and, and how humble and how meek he was in doing what he did and taking that step of actually being born in the flesh and actually uh, becoming our servants to be that example. That's not really appreciated. So when we read Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, um, in the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, it says, um, I'm going to start verse 13, all right? Um, just so I can get, get the name established, uh, so we, we can see who it's talking about. So in Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, it says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness, and has uh, translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we're talking about his dear son. There's a lot more going on in, in, in this chapter, but I just want to bring some folks in attention that we're talking about Jesus Christ, who the world calls Jesus Christ, or in the ancient Hebrew, we say Yahweh Shai, all right, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and has, has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Uh, Gemini verse 15. 
who is the image of the invisible God. That, yes, Jesus Christ, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we call Yahweh Shai, is the image of the invisible power, the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. That we have to really kind of zone into this, that Christ, Yahweh Shai, is the firstborn of what? Every creature. So when it says the only begotten, that, that Jesus Christ is the only begotten son of, of God, the Father, the, all, the Almighty, the Most High, the only thing that he made was Christ. Christ was the firstborn of every creature. It's going to go on to explain it. That God said, let be like, that, that, that God created Christ first. God, Christ was his word. So when God said, let there be light, he, Christ was created, and then Christ created the angels, and they started making light and everything else. But the only begotten of God is not talking about the only begotten coming through um, uh, uh, in the flesh. The only begotten of every creature is Jesus Christ. That he, that's who Christ really is, or who Yahweh Shai. Well, let me read on. I'm, I'm talking too much. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him, talking about who the world calls Jesus Christ, or who we call Yahweh Shai, for by him were all things created, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. So, I mean, what's in heaven? All of the angels. All of them. For by him, again, Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Verse 17. And, and he is before all things. And by him, all things exist. So in trying to give, give a perspective of who Jesus Christ is, and trying to give perspective to, to the, uh, the level of humility that he's submitting himself to, not just going to the cross, but to understand, if, if it's really being comprehended, that there was nothing made on the in in the only thing that he didn't make under God's command was himself. The only thing that Christ did not make is himself. If there's any angels, if there's any thrones, if there's any authority, if there's any dominions, if there's any I, I hate to say it like this because of the, the cartoon connection uh, or, or the, the movie connection, but there's any multiverses. They were all created by Christ. If there's anything made that is made, so we're, we're talking about any system that's been made um, from, from, from the quantum systems to every system within your body, to, to, uh, to cells, the, the atoms, the nucleuses, the um, uh, uh Molecules, if it was, it was made, Christ and the angels made everything under the commandment of the, of the Father. 
under the commandment of the Most High. That I'm trying to bring some 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 light or some heaviness to the position of Christ, who He was. For so for Him to, to humble Himself the way He did, and for it not to be about Him and His own will. And we've been over this, brothers and sisters, about the mindset of Christ. We just did a, a whole a series on that. That even Christ tells you when He came to the earth, he, when He came, He didn't come, He did not come to do His own will, but the will of the Father. To understand that that Christ did not come down here to do His own will, to come and and be tortured, to come and be humiliated, to come and be humbled the way He was humbled, to come and be meek the way He was meek. It's telling you that that wasn't his mind. That was not his will. To become and actually be put in flesh and be subject to the weaknesses, be subject to the sicknesses, be subject to, to, to all the temptations that we go through, that was not his will. But he went through it. So when we come back now in, in, in this mindset that because something is uncomfortable and it, it's not catering to my desire my will is not, is not going to, to what I want. And that it's, this is about me getting all the desires I want and getting what, 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 um, what is convenient, what's comfortable, what have you for me. To be in that mindset, brothers and sisters, that is anti-Christ. Because that's not what Christ came to do. But for us to have this mentality, or this, this mental condition that we have, as if Jesus Christ or Yahweh Shai is a genie in a bottle. And that I'm supposed to, that since he died on the cross, that whenever I ask him for anything and I say his name, he's supposed to grant it to me. As if he's some mythical creature like a genie in a bottle. That if I, if I rub my Bible and I say the name, um, not Abacadabra, but I say the name Jesus Christ three times, that that's supposed to give me what I want. And, and situations are supposed to mold to what I want, to what I will. To, to what I desire, to what's comfortable uh, to me. And if it's not going to meet my parameters, then that's not of Jesus Christ. Because my Jesus died for me to have what I want. Brothers and sisters, that's, that's, that's not, as we're reading these scriptures, that mentality is anti-Christ. And I know that goes against everything we've been conditioned to believe is anti-Christ since religion came to the shores of the Americas. Since re- any religion came to the shores of America, it's been, um, we've been conditioned that it's about what you want, how you feel, what you desire, what's comfortable for you, what's convenient for you. We've had that conditioning. We've had that training. So And that the Antichrist is going to be this creature that rises about the ocean, um, is going to have some type of tattoo or whatever on his head that's going to say 666, and it's going to be, um, uh, it's going to be the, the seed of some, 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 some virgin it, um, the baby's going to be taken out of her womb before he's born, placed in an animal, and then through animal sacrifice, there's going to be the birth of this child, which is actually going to be the, the, the son of Satan, which, and, and, and is going to be the Antichrist. That's what religion and movies and mythology have conditioned us to believe, and that's to be able to see that when I keep putting myself first, when it's about my desires, my wants, my, what's convenient, what's comfortable for me, as we keep doing that, and I keep and we keep um, moving towards that 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 mindset, that is antichrist. That is against the mind of Christ and against the example that Christ left for us to be His followers, 
to follow him, to imitate him, to do his act, to be true Christians. So with that, let's get down uh, back to Mark chapter 8. Let's get back to Mark chapter 8. And we're going to pick up at verse... Now, the, the lead into to, from, uh, to Mark chapter 8 uh, and verse 34, we, we, we've covered that in yesterday's class and in other classes. If you want to check those out, and, and if you can uh, be patient and endure my, my, my voice and, and, and my speech pattern and all that, um, please check out ISBHBK Bible Talk on iHeartRadio Podcast, on Apple iTunes Podcast, on Podcast Addicts or go to www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Our episode class will come up from the last one we did, the latest one we did, the newest one we, we, we completed, all the way back to our oldest one that we've done, the newest, the, the oldest, the very first one we did back in February 28, 2010. All right? So to catch the lead-in uh, for us getting to Mark chapter 8, verse 34, please come back and check out those shows. I'm going to read Mark chapter 8, verse 34, and we're going to move on to verse 35. So Mark chapter 8, verse 34 says, And when he had called the people unto him, with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And really, deny, to deny yourself. This is going to be a burden. This is going to be an issue. This, 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 this is going to be something heavy, if you will. That's what Christ did. It wasn't about Christ doing his will and what he wanted. It wasn't about him putting himself first. I got to get the description out. It keeps keep shaking my head, and I'm trying not to go there. Um, Philippians, brothers and sisters, Philippians chapter 2. And I can't stress this enough. And I'm saying this as much for myself, brothers and sisters, and I'm saying this for anybody else who might be listening. Right now, I am in a mental, physical, psychological battle about wanting to do things that just please me, of wanting to find some comfort, of wanting to ease the, 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 the distresses and the issues that I'm going through physically, mentally, and, and, and spiritually. I want some type of comfort. I want some type of, 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 of relief and, and release. And uh, almost where I'm, I feel like I'm getting desperate, like um, feeling, the, the feeling of being overwhelmed and wanting to justify catering to my flesh or catering to my own vices the way I cater to my own vices. That, that the push, that struggle is really there. To just want to think about me and what I'm going through and my situation uh, in the circumstances of my situation, to justify me doing something that's going to comfort me, that's going to ease my mind, that's going to give me some, some rest. I'm wrestling with this as we're going over this class and understanding about what Christ went through and that Christ went through these things to give us an example that when we get to these moments, keep following him, keep applying him, think about his example, 
Think about what she went through. Think about how painful and how, how what would seem unnecessary for him to go through, why he still went, went through it. He pushed on. He pushed through. He endured. To give us the example and uh, to, to challenge who are his sheep. Am I really following Christ? Or, uh, or is it now about what I'm going through? So in Philippians now, brothers, this is going to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1. And it says, this chapter is dealing with Christ's example of humility. All right, this is dealing with Christ's example of humility. So Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1 says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies. And brothers and sisters, I, I I, I turn to the scripture quite often, like I'm sure many of y'all do also. When there's times I feel like there's no one to console me. When I feel like that, that what I'm going through, nobody understands. There's no one I can talk to. No one who's going to relate to what I'm going through. This is a scripture to help counter that. In application. That if I'm not feeling like I'm, like I'm not being considered, if I feel like 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 I'm just working and working and working and working and and it's all for not, it's all for nothing. I'm not getting anything out the deal. Uh, taking on that real juvenile, infantile mentality of well, what about me? Because you know, um, you know that almost seems like like uh, infants, toddlers, they learn mama, they, they might learn daddy. And then the next, the first sentence they learn is, where's mine? What about me? <laughs> as, as, as their verbal, verbal skills start, start to come together. But the different times they throw, when they see you eating and, and, and are grabbing for you, reach for you, like, well, where's mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? And that very childish, infantile, juvenile way of thinking, you're getting something I'm not getting, so where's mine at? So in going through these, these, these thought processes and, and going through this, and it's not like it hits once and, and it's done. No, this continually continues to happen. Where's mine? My, I, I'm not being considered. I'm not being thought about. So, you know, what? I'm going to take matters in my own hands. I'm going to make sure I'm seen, I'm heard. Uh, I'm not going to be walked over. I ain't going to let anybody just treat, uh, treat me any other type of way. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I, I do matter also, and, and you, y'all ain't going to just treat me like anything. Okay. And those thoughts are real. Those thoughts do come up. But it says if there be any, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, I'm going to look at the word consolation. My Webster's 1828 Dictionary, consolation. Um, uh, it, says, it says, see, console. All right, and I'm going to do that next. I'm going to do that next. The first it says for consolation, uh, comfort, alleviation of misery or distress of mind, refreshment of mind or spirits, a comparative um, degree of happiness in distress or misfortune, springing from any circumstance that abates the evil or supports and strengthens the mind as hope, joy, courage, and the like. I love that. Um, 
that which comforts. It says that which comforts or refreshes the spirits. The cause of comfort as the consolation of Israel in Luke chapter 2. Right? That's, all, that's why I like, like Webster's uh, 1828. Uh, so that's what it means. That's what consolation means. And looking at the word console, right? Again, this is from the Webster's 1828, uh, console. It's a Latin word. Since the primary sense is either to set or to allay, to give rest or, or quiet. And the sense is to strengthen, in which case it concludes with the root of solid. Uh, oh, that's confusing. Um, Okay, here goes something. Um, the latter is uh, most uh, probable, meaning to comfort. All right, so to console means to comfort. Um, to cheer the mind in distress or depression. To, to alleviate grief and give refreshment to the mind or spirits. Um, to give contentment or moderate happiness by relieving from distress. So if we're understanding this, brothers and sisters, what's being told to us? If there be therefore any consolation, if this will be a, a, an alleviation of our, of, of, of our minds from the depressions, from the, um, uh, uh, the ailments, the distresses that come to our minds, if there's going to be any cheerfulness of our spirits, if there's going to be upliftment to what we're going through, in Christ, if there's going to be there for any consolation in Christ, where we, we can be relieved um, of the distresses, of the depressions, of the, um, um, the ailments uh, that are hitting our minds. If Christ is going to give us this, it says, if there's going to be any comfort of love, when I feel like no one loves me or cares about me, if we, and these feelings are real, brothers and sisters. This, this ain't no no uh, church thing. I'm being joined by Brother Kabar Kawak. Here we go. Shalom, 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 shalom. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, shalom, sir. You how about shalom? You always have a rocket thigh. You how about shalom? Shalom, shalom. Coming with some energy. Come, brother. What's going on, brother? How you feel? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm hearing, um, some of my, my, my favorite, uh, my favorite scriptures with the, uh, with the consolation. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring that we're in, uh, Philippians two. Yes, we are. You're definitely on it. You're definitely on it. Uh, what, what I was going to, I, 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 let me slow down. We, we got to Philippians 2 coming from, from uh, like we was going over Mark chapter 8, verse 34 yesterday. Um, and also, uh, how much of the class were you able to hear? I, I know you'd be listening, uh, but you also be having to arrange things uh, in, in your morning. Did you hear any of today's uh, uh, opening? I, I, I wasn't able to um, uh, to get in. I, I haven't heard very much. Okay, not very, a problem. Not a problem. 
uh, what, what, what I'm going into is coming off of yesterday's class about um, a person denying themselves, a person disowning themselves, a person um, uh, forgetting about themselves. As we were going over some of the scriptures, uh, this different version of Mark 7, verse 34 from yesterday. And that if we're going to be following Christ and trying to really give the, the, the preeminence of Christ in that there's nothing on the earth that was made that he didn't make by the order of God. That when it says that Christ is the only begotten son of God, meaning Christ is the firstborn, as we read in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, he really is the firstborn of every creature, whether it's in heaven or whether in earth, whether visible or invisible, whether there's powers, principalities, or whatever, Christ made everything. The only thing that God made was Christ. And then Christ literally made everything else by the order of God. So God made Christ, and then Christ made all the angels. And then Christ and the angels went to go making everything else, the light, um, um, the firmament, um, the earth, um, the, the grass, the herb-bearing seed, um, and then all the animals, including all the, 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 going into the, 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 the cells, the molecules, the nucleuses, the atoms, that, that the angels and, and Christ made all these things. Uh, whether visible or invisible, in heaven or in earth, whatever, that that's the position that Christ held as being the only begotten Son of God, that he is the only one that God made. And then through Christ, who who knows Christ, he made everything else. But now when Christ came in the flesh, he, he, he told us, and, and he said it, he did not come to do his own will, but the will of his Father, that obviously with that statement, Christ had things he wanted to do, and, and, and it, this was not his first choice to come down from his position in heaven and now be subject and had to be humiliated and, and to be the example to us of how not to make it about ourselves, of what true humility and what true meekness really is. And that as we carry the, 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 the mindset that it's about my comfort, it's about my convenience, it's about um, Christ died on the cross so I can have whatever it is I want. That's a very childish and a very anti-Christ mentality. So this is what was brought us down to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1 where it says, um, as we're just not starting to break it down, that if there be therefore, therefore any consolation in Christ, and we just went through the definition of consolation, um, of what it means to be consoled, that if it's going to be of Christ and dealing with the consolation, dealing with being consoled, it's going to be, we're dealing with giving rest or quietness to our mind, uh, the sense of, of, or to strengthen uh, our minds, our spirits, when our spirits are low, uh, to comfort, uh, To, to comfort or to cheer the mind while we're in distress or while we're in depression, to, the, to alleviate grief, to give refreshment to the mind or, or spirits uh, that, are, that give uh, contentment or moderate happiness by relieving from stress, distresses. 
that if Christ is going to do it, then he's about to give us the, the, the pattern or give us the answer of if we want Christ to do it, there are steps we got to take to deliver us from, again, uh, words that stick up for me, the depression. Words, uh, words that stick up for me for the distresses of the mind. Uh, for the, um, if I need my spirit refreshed, I need my mind refreshed. If I, I, if I want to feel any type of comfort, there's a way that Christ laid down. There's a path that Christ laid down for us to follow. While going through these things, if we're going to have any ease while we're going through these things, as opposed to what the world um, and this, this, this fast fast service world, uh, I need relief right now. I need instant relief. I need instant gratification. I need instant um, uh, satisfaction. I need it right now. I'm not going to apply any of the scripture that says in your patience possessing your souls. I ain't going to think about God as a God of patience. I'm not thinking about that. That I'm getting so agitated, so irritated, so depressed that that what I'm going through, nobody appreciates. What I'm going through, nobody recognizes. What I'm going through, nobody sees. And I'm going to take matters in my own hands. I got to find some quick relief. I got to find some, and from from drugs to to binge watching TV to to um, sex to just isolation to. All I'm going to do is just work out. That's all I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to find some type of vice that that I'm just going to be able to get away because of all the things going on in my head and the feelings that, that are so strong about, again, nobody gives a damn. So if nobody else gives a damn, I don't give a damn. And all the work I'm doing, nobody sees it. It's for nothing. I ain't going nowhere. I'm not getting anything done. And I can look and see everybody else is happy. Everybody else is happy. Everybody else is content. And, and they're being selfish. They're doing it for them. They, they, they are, are, and they're, they're just doing good. They got everything that I want. So that I feel like I, I want to be consoled. I want, I want some comfort. And, yeah, even in saying, in saying comfort, I'm thinking about, yeah, even Southern comfort. I want some drink. I, I, I want to drink. I'm, I'm a foodie. I just want to eat. Um, I'm feeling so depressed. I can't move. I, I, I got no motivation. I'm, 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 uh, I, 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 I got nothing. If we want to get past these things and do it the way Christ did it, and understand that Christ did go through these things as well. The importance of him coming in the flesh to go through the things we go through as well, to give us the path, the example, the way to go through these things, not to avoid these things because we're not going to be able to avoid these things. We're not going to be able to avoid these thoughts that hit us. That is not going to happen Real quick, I'm going down so many different rabbit holes, and I'm glad you're here, uh, Brother Gabar Kawa. I really am glad you're here. Real, real quick, I know we're in Philippians chapter chapter two. We're going to hold on to this, and we're also holding on to uh, to Mark chapter eight. But real quick, can we, can, could you help me out and, and let's get um, is that Ephesians chapter six verse ten? Ephesians, uh, the holy wrestle dot. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, yes, that's uh, Ephesians 6 and 10. Let's, uh, let's, let's start at verse 10, and, and I'm, I'm going to let you read through. Go ahead. God. Ephesians uh, chapter 6 and verse 10 reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That, that, that's a very heavy statement in that the power of the, the strong in the Lord and the power of his might, a lot of times we don't realize Christ went through the same things that we that we be going through. Because of, of the religious conditioning we've had for the past 500 years, that if you're in Christ, and let, let, me, let me explain it like this. For the past 500 years, with the way that the white man came to the Americas, the way the white man came to the Americas was the thought of manifest destiny, that God wanted them here to conquer, and God wanted them here to to exploit and to and to um, uh, experience whatever pleasures they wanted, not giving a damn about the quote unquote savages that were here. Not giving a damn about the savages, about the heathen, about about um, the, the, these beast-like people that they found here in the Americas. So if they raped them, who cares? If they killed them, who cares? If they um, uh, if it was if it, it was about their pleasure, and then in that mentality, they also brought their religion. That the reason we're able to do this is because we are Christians, because we say the name Jesus. So we're able to do these things to you and get away with it because y'all don't have Jesus. Y'all don't know the Catholic Jesus, the Methodist Jesus, the Episcopalian Jesus. Y'all don't know Jesus. Y'all are heathens. Y'all are savages. Y'all are Gentiles. So y'all don't have what we have because Jesus ain't with you. So we can we we have the the, the plantations from the sugar plantations the tobacco plantations um, we have it all we have the authority the rulership and we can kill if we want to and get away with it we can steal land and get away with it we can commit all these atrocities because of manifest death because Jesus is with us because we're the Christians see don't you see the the pictures in the, in the book those are blonde haired people those are those are pale skinned people. See, God is white. See, see the picture from the, from the, from the, the 60 chapel? God is white. Adam is white. As y'all look at our Bibles, we're not going to read the Bible, but y'all look at the pictures that we put up of our Bible and the images we put up uh, across America and across the world. Jesus is white. The disciples are white. There's Christmas. There's Easter. There's, 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 there's even Thanksgiving. That for us coming over here, couldn't even survive the first winters. Us coming over here and now... Y'all helped us survive. Y'all taught us agriculture. Y'all taught us uh, uh, hygiene. Y'all taught us how to live here, and then we slaughtered y'all, and then we commemorated with Thanksgiving. Why? Because Jesus is white, and Jesus is with us. That it's all about white supremacy and white power, because y'all are heathen. Y'all don't have Jesus. So for that condition that we've had for the past 500 years, the thought of if you're not prospering, it's because Jesus ain't with you. So we can go ahead now, look to our own people today. I can become a rap mogul, a rap superstar, but what I got to do, I got to make sure I have tattoos all over my body, which goes completely against what God says about tattoos. But to do this, 
for if I want to make this money and prosper, I got this, all the tattoos. I'm doing uh, drugs. I'm being an example of just catering to partying like a rock star. I can do things my way. I can have it my way. And then when I get up and go get this, this idol, get up and go get this award, I can say, I want to thank God. Because without God, none of this would be possible. But where does that mentality come from? From the example of what white people said when they first came to the Americas. That they have what they have, and they're prospering, so that means Jesus Christ must be with them. That means the Lord God must be with them. So we have, we've had that conditioning shoved down our throats for the past 500 years. So to come back now and read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, when it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It's hard for us to comprehend the struggles that Christ went through. It's hard for us to comprehend that Christ even struggled. It's hard for us to really put together what his life was like. For Christ to be born in the flesh, and, and from the scriptures, Christ would be a black man, as well as his father Joseph and his mother Mary being a black woman. He was born on the run, people trying to kill him. He was, raised, uh, he was born in Bethlehem, but he was raised in Nazareth, a ghetto. One of the, the, a ghetto, I can't say no better than that. That to read the scriptures and now really understand the life of Christ and what he went through, um, and even as he started his, 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 his ministry, that to start his ministry, even his own brothers, his own family didn't believe in him as being the Messiah. His own people. So it's not like Christ was, was just this blonde-haired, blue-eyed white boy just walking around like Dennis the Menace and just everybody just in love with him. And, oh, that's just Jesus. Oh, that's just uh, – and he's just healing butterflies. And, 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 and uh, there he goes again, uh, 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 walking barefooted through, um, uh, uh, through the countryside, skipping rocks across the lake and across the river. And he's just wholesome like us white people are like how you see us white people living. He's pure and white as the driven snow. That's not the reality with the scriptures when we actually read the scriptures. To actually see and get the profile of Christ. So when it's telling us here, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might and the power of his example. Not in the power of a gospel song. Like we've been conditioned over, over all this time. That it's through the gospel, I got, it, I got this good feeling. What about understanding that, hold up, Jesus Christ is a black man. And he went through the same things I'm going through. I, this is somebody who is relatable. But we can't relate when we're the poor. Revelation chapter 2 verse 9 tells you that um, I'm not going to jump there. I'm, I'm, I don't want to jump on these holes. I got to go quick. If you can quote it, Gabar, just quote it. I don't want to go there. That he knows our tribulation and, and the things that we're going through. He knows it. Um, our, our poverty, our, our uh, you know, our, our, our persecutions that we go through, our, our afflictions that we go through. Um, but he also tells us not to not to get down in 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 the fact that he says that that we are rich or we are strong and if if we 
apply this scripture, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, where it says we are rich. We are rich. Um, we are we are strong. We should be strong and be and 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 have courage. In and in, in the power of His might. And the power of His might, as 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 as, as we're getting into, Revelation right. two verse nine says this. It says, "I know thy works, and tribulation, and poverty." This is what Christ opens up with in Revelation chapter two and verse nine. Speaking to His people, speaking to His people, I know your works and tribulation, and poverty, but thou art rich. He says, I know the blasphemy of them, but say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. I don't want to get into that part, but if we're going to understand the power of his might, it's not like, again, we, we keep looking for, for like the Black Panther, looking for a, a black Thor, uh, some type of black superhero. That, that, that's the mentality that we, we keep, like, like, like we're looking for, but we don't look to the example of when he was going through what he was going through, being a black man, when he was lynched, because that's basically, that's what the crucifixion was. When he was lynched, what mentality did he take? What mind did he have? When, when they, they, they lied on him, and when he dealt with the ultimate of disrespect, of shame, when he was abandoned, left hanging, he went through these things. His own family didn't understand him or receive him. They didn't get it. To feel alone. He literally went through these things. And then not wanting to go through it. Not wanting to. It was not his will. But knowing that he had to lay down the example of do not make it about yourself. Do not make it about what you feel and what you're going through. This is, uh, this is what it means now to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We keep associating because of, of, of the five years of religion we've had shoved down our throats. That the power of his might means that if I got to smoke this cigarette to, eat, to come in my mind, that's why Jesus gave it. If, if I got to smoke this weed, it's a herb. God gave us the herbs. And if this herb eats in my mind, it's from God. Thank God he made marijuana. Thank God he made weed. Thank God he made chocolate. Thank God he made um, uh, ha- hamburgers. Thank God he made candy. Thank God he made, made uh, 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 strawberry cheesecake, shortcake. Thank God. Whew, God knows what I like. That's why he made it, because he knows what I was going to be going through. So God gave, made this so that when I'm going through what I'm going through, I can ease my mind. Thank God for Netflix. Thank God for YouTube. Thank God for all the music that I can just get away. I, come get away. I can get away. My mind can be at ease. Thank God. That's how we've been associating the scripture. We don't associate the scripture with what its true intent is. The example Christ left. The power of his might. Reading on, check it out. Uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. 
Con. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11 reads, Put on the whole armor of the Most High that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And we, we from conditioning, from the 500 years conditioning that we've had, we keep looking for this little, little red creature with, with a pitchfork, with horns and a tail, um, and, and the devil made me do it. We, 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 we keep looking to that and, and not realizing, no, it's our own thoughts that are the devil. It's, 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 it's the pursuing of, our, of putting ourselves first because of the distresses, because of the anxieties, because of the fears, because of the, 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 the hardships that we're mentally going through. That is, is, is what we're battling. Do I put myself first? And it's a fight. Reading on. Con, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 reads, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And we've been so conditioned to look for, again, that devil, the Antichrist coming out the ocean, the, uh, uh, got the market of uh, 666 on his head, and, and that's and and he he he's the devil spawn. Um, we keep looking for that. We've been so conditioned through religion to look at that and spiritual wickedness. So we are on this thing where it's the it's the um, uh, it's the Illuminati, it's the learned elders of Zion, it's some type of conspiracy theory. It's the CIA, it's the FBI, it's it, it's uh, uh, again this this red demon that's gonna come through this door with the pitchfork and with the horns and with the tail, and that's what's been terrorizing us, and and it's all these type of extra uh, extra sensory perception perceptions. This ain't what it's talking about, y'all. But we got that notion because of religion. That's been shoved down our face, shoved down our throats since the white man got here, to be superstitious, to be extra superstitious. Verse 12 again, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? But against principalities and against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's get holding that. Can we go back to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 and 16? Cut. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 reads, who is the image of the invisible power or the invisible God. We know Christ is the image of the invisible God. Go ahead. The firstborn of every creature. So let's talk about Christ. Go ahead. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, 
whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. What? All things or powers. Whether they be thrones or what? Whether they be thrones or dominions or yeah. principalities mm-hmm. or powers. Now, what were we just told in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world. Who created these principalities that we're wrestling against? Christ. Who created these powers that we're wrestling against? Christ. Christ did. But I know from, from religion conditioning that, no, the devil and his angels, the devil, Lucifer, was the most beautiful angel in heaven. And when God created humans, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, got so jealous of God's love towards humans that he, 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 he caused there to be a mutiny of angels against God's desire. <laughs> and then God started wrestling with Satan and the devil, and then God had created Jesus, and then Jesus and, and the righteous angels was able to, to throw out Lucifer, the devil, Satan, and his angels, cast them out of heaven, and they fell to the earth and, 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 and fell to hell. Sounds like a sounds like an Avenger movie, bro. <laughs> Doesn't it? It sounds exactly like an Avenger movie. And that the devil is in hell just wanting to take our souls. But Jesus Christ being the meek, just slap happy, just slap the shit out of him, just just um insignificant ass dude, um, is trying to help God amount a fight against Satan. That's the that's 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 what we've been given through religion. To think that the we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. Who created all principalities and all powers? Please read Colossians chapter one and verse was that fifteen again. Con Colossians chapter one and verse sixteen reads For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Go ahead. Visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. All things were created by him and for him. Who's the him? This ain't talking about the most high. It's talking about who we call Jesus Christ. He's the one who set this up for us. It's the war that we wrestle against. This is the fight that we wrestle against. And who created these fights that we wrestle against? Christ. Who the world calls Christ. Who we call Yahweh Shai. And I know that, that that goes so far against everything that religion has shoved down our damn throats for the past 500 years. So then either the religion that we've been force-fed for 500 years is lying 
or is the Bible saying when the scriptures are saying that Christ created everything, all things were made by him and for him. Thrones, principalities, powers. Things visible and invisible created by him. So is the Bible not lying or is it the religion that we've been following for 500 years the one that's actually lying? I'm putting my money on. The Bible, the word of God is true. And every man's a liar. I'm putting my money on that because that's in the Bible. Um, That's what I put my money on. How about you, Gabar? Um, um, I, I know I'm 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 with you 150 percent. Um, if if in Romans three and three, <laughs> as a matter of fact. So the scripture says that if we believe, if if we're going to believe in in in, in Yahweh Shai or or in Christ, that we believe as the scripture has said. Sure enough. So, so I'm 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 with you 150. percent I'm going to be. I'll tell you the scripture. Time. So if we understand that, and hopefully I'm putting this in context, that everything was made by Christ from the from the command of God. Everything was made by Christ, and this is what we wrestle with: what Christ created. Going back now to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. And verse 1. And verse 1. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1 reads, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, and again, I'm, 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 we're we're going to crawl through this verse like like, like we're doing, like these these series that I'm, that are being put together. If there be any consolation, any relief of distress of the mind, any any relief of from the, from depressions, any relief from 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 the, the the ailments that we go through, the mental ailments that we go through, if there be any consolation in Christ. It is going to be any comfort of love. We want to feel Christ's love. We want to feel comfort and feel love. To be loved. Could this be love? Then be loved. If we're going to feel any comfort of love, because many times we go through this and we don't feel that anybody gives two shits about what we're going through. And we get thirsty. We become thoughts. That hole over there, thirsty. I'm going to do anything to feel love from anyone. I'm going to feel like I matter. I'm going to make sure people see me, hear me, people know I'm here. I'm going to feel some type of love. But the scripture is telling us, and that's what a beast will do, but the scripture right here that we're reading right now says, if Christ is going to give any consolation, if Christ, Yahweh is going to give any comfort of love, if, this, if Christ is going to give, give a feeling of fellowship, that no, I'm not alone, despite all the different vices and different uh, avenues that people in this world take to find comfort, 
to find love, to find acceptance. To come back and think of that, that it's so ridiculous. Why, why would somebody in their 40s and 50s get some plastic surgery? <laughs> and I'm not talking about somebody who, who, who was in war or over in Afghanistan or, 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 or somewhere and, or, or was in a very uh, violent accident. So they have a reconstructive surgery. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about cosmetic surgery. Why would somebody in their 40s or 50s get cosmetic surgery? Because you feel worthless. Because you feel worthless. So you want to go ahead and, and, and do all the superficial shit so that you can feel good about yourself because you really don't. You have no self-esteem. You want to feel appreciated. People start working on their 40s and 50s for, for health, but more for physical reasons, for, 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 so I don't look old, so people, I can matter. What's the midlife crisis? What, what, what's, the, what's the classic American midlife crisis? A man reaches that, 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 that point in his life where he realizes he's old, but he's got to do something trying to feel young. So he becomes the old nigga at the club. Right. He's got to go get, go get a, 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 one time it used to be like a Lexus or, or, or in America, a, a Porsche, but now I guess you got to get the Range Rover or you got to get the, uh, uh, the Bentley or the Mercedes. You need something to make you feel good about yourself. Because why is there such a need for that? Because Christ ain't doing it. But we will attribute it to Christ because of the, of the mental condition we've been placed on for the past 500 years. So I need something that makes me feel good about myself, something that makes me feel valuable, something that makes me feel like my life has not been a total waste. This is when we start thinking about leaving a legacy. But the scripture's telling us what? If there if there be therefore any consolation. Go ahead, go ahead. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies, I want somebody to have compassion and think about what I'm going through. Somebody, please show me some mercy. Somebody help. I can't get no help. So my life has been a waste. I got no respect. I got no help. Nobody shows me compassion. But we're getting a key here. If we want these things, if we want the consolation, we want the comfort of, of love, 
We want fellowship. We want somebody to have some mercy. Reading on. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 2 reads, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Then let's unify. True enough. Go ahead. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Don't let anything be done through strife that you just going to make sure you get seen. Taking that mentality of any attention is good attention. If I got to fight for mine, then I'll fight for mine, damn it. I'm going to get mine. But the scripture says that's what? Let what? Nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Or you're just trying to get attention? Well, if I don't, people will just walk right over me. People will take me for a fool. I've been walked over and nobody's thought about me my whole life, so now it's time for me to do for me. It's time for me to do, to, 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 I got to do for me because my whole life ain't nobody gave a damn about me, so now I got to give a damn about myself. But, you know, they always tell me I love too hard. I love too much. I love too hard. Now it's time for me to do for me. Reading on. Con. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. If I want to feel that consolation from Christ, if I want to feel the comfort of love, if I want to feel that there's fellowship, if I'm looking for mercy, I need to esteem others better than myself. I got to give more consolation than I'm looking for consolation. I have to give more comfort of love than I'm looking for comfort of love. I have to give more fellowship if I want more fellowship. I have to give more mercy if I want more mercy. And I can't do it let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. And I know this is hard. This is why James told us, know you not that the spirit in us loves us to envy? Yeah, we always will think that somebody's getting getting a little bit more justice. Somebody's getting a little bit more uh, a bigger piece. Somebody's getting a little bit more than what I got. And what what, what am I doing? What 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 do they got that I ain't got? Why am I always being forgotten about? Why am I always being the, the last one? You know what? Well, if they can be selfish, I won't be selfish. If that's the game we're playing, then that's the game we're playing then. Because I, I I just have this resounding feeling that I'm always being messed over. I'm always being forgotten about. I'm always being looked over. And no one cares. You can't nobody see what I'm going through. Nobody sees what I'm going through. You know what? You got to look out for yourself because ain't nobody going to do shit for you. In this world, the... the um, only the strong survive. 
I gotta take yeah, I gotta take mine. That's the, the wisdom and mentality of this world. That's not the mentality or wisdom of Christ. He says, let each esteem others for esteem. Esteem comes from a Greek word that means to honor. So then let, it says, then let each honor others better than themselves. Um, I like this. This is definition number. I got. I got to move my screen here a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go with definition number two. I'm gonna go with definition number two of the word esteem from the Webster's 1820 Dictionary. Definition number two says to prize, to set a high value on. To prize, to set a high value on, to regard with reverence, uh, respect, or friendship. So if, if I'm looking for these things, I have to esteem, I have to prize others better than myself. I have to set a higher value on others. They value more than me. It says to regard with reverence. I got to respect them first because in this world, it's about if you don't, if you don't, get, you don't show no respect, you don't get no respect. But if I want respect, this is, this is where the Christ is trying. Am I giving respect more to others first? If I, want, if I want friendship, am I giving more friendship? Am I giving friendship first? Am I esteeming others better than myself? When I'm feeling, there's no consolation. When I'm feeling, there's no comfort of love. When I'm feeling, I ain't got no fellowship. When I'm feeling like like, like that, that old R&B song, um, 90s R&B song, uh, who should I run to? <laughs> Con, um that's a, a, a um, escape. Escape, yeah. I, I was going to say T.I.'s wife, but. <laughs> right, right, right. Con. If I'm looking for these things, I'm feeling these things, then am I going to follow? Oh, let me see. I'm trying to give it away. Read that verse again. Con. Verse 3. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3 reads Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 4. Verse 4. Look not every man on his own things. How dry I am. Nobody knows the sorrow that I've seen, nobody knows what I'm going through. I got no consolation. Nobody cares. I'm, I'm going through this. I'm going through this hardship. I'm, go, I'm going through just all types of ailments and afflictions and persecution. I'm going through all this. I got nobody who loves me. I got nobody who comforts me. I got no fellowship. I got nobody to relate to. I got no friends. I got nobody. All right. This, this is a, like a math equation. 
Two plus two equals four. If this is what you want, then you got to do this. Look, not verse verse four again. Did my phone hang up? All right. Verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. I'm not sure. Just as I'm still merged with Gabar. But in reading this, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Are you looking up for others first? Am I looking up for others first? Or am I caught into my, my, my mindset? Am I caught into this, 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 this hole where it's all about me and what I'm going through? Verse 5. Let this mind be in you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, I, I couldn't even call back. It was. It was. It was telling me that uh, there was no network to make voice calls. <laughs> the call just it just dropped for no reason. <laughs> just, but okay. uh, you know, but, but we here. We here. I'm not sure if we're broadcasting right now. Let me see. Hey, son, where's your phone? Real quick, real quick, real quick. I don't know, can you? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm going to do something real quick. Uh, Call area code 646. Uh, I, I'm already on 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 uh, on it already. Six six eight. Uh-huh. Two five six eight. Goodbye, goodbye. You saying? Yes, yeah, yes, sir. I, I I was cutting you off, and you you you're trying to tell me something. Oh no, I was I was uh, uh, letting you know that I I'm I'm actually on conference. With with the show, yeah, and um, um, so I, I I guess you you already took care of that. Uh, that's like Dar in the background, right? Okay. All right, Chris, so we are connected. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, we were in Philippians chapter two, right. uh, verse four. Philippians chapter two and verse four. Reads, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Am I giving more friendship? Am I giving more comfort? Am I giving more consolation? Am I giving more fellowship? Am I giving these things as opposed to where I want to withdraw 
I want I don't want to do these things. That I'm feeling that for what I'm going through, it's too much anyway. I got to do for me right now. Verse five. Con, let this mind be in you, which also is in Christ Jesus. Again, verse five. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This was the mind of Christ. That when he was going through the distresses, the depression, when he was going through the agony, the mental agony, when he was going through the the, the hardships, the afflictions, feeling alone, feeling abandoned, feeling uh, no one cared, no one was around, nobody appreciated the work he was doing, that he understood he had to esteem others better than himself. He had to put others first instead of just thinking about his problems, instead of thinking about what he was going through, in order to get the comfort, the consolation, the fellowship with the Most High, this is what Christ had to do to reach that union with the Most High. Verse 6, Con, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, that God taking low, God giving and extending more mercy to us when he wanted to destroy and smash us. Reading on. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7 reads, but made himself of no reputation. What, what did Christ do? Made himself of no reputation. Reputation. Um you know who I am. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Do you know who you messing with? <laughs> you, 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 you better ask somebody. If, if you don't know, now you now know. Now you know. <laughs> exactly. Keep reading. Con. And no, being that, whole, found, that whole word, verse, verse 7, is deep. Read, read it again. Yes, sir. Uh, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7 reads, But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He, had, he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. He went, it wasn't time for him to be served. It was He came down and gave the example to serve more, to give more. Reading on. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Even the death of the cross. That's the amount of, of humility he had to exhibit that it, that it literally killed him. And to consider that he was the first thing God ever made. And that everything in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, was made by Christ. Everything. And then to come down 
to have to humble himself, to be of no reputation. You take on the form of a servant and then even be to humble himself to be put to death. I don't even think about how many times I, I, I said to myself, when I say about a situation, like, nah, I'm too good for that. I'm not going through that. Not me. Why do I got to be the one to be humble? I've been in this work and this truth for 34 years. Why do I got to be the one to take a load? Why do I got to be the one to go through this? Where's mine? I'm just telling you all straight up, just that, that thoughts that I'm fighting and the things that, that, are, that I'm going through. I've been doing this since I was 19 years old, and I don't have shit to show for it. I got no appreciation for all, my, all the work I've done. And the thoughts of there, there's no one to talk to? Oh, them thoughts is there. And the thoughts of I want to do for me, I, I, I need to find my, 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 own, my own comfort because doing it this way is not working. This is what Christ told us in Luke chapter 9. Let's get that real quick. Luke chapter 9, start over 62. No, no. Luke chapter 10, start over 1. All right. Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 1 reads, After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place, whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. There's a lot of hard work to be done, but their labors are few. Go ahead. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor script, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. Into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. Um, real quick. Um, I look at one that, um, <clears throat> uh, 
I'm sorry. It is it's Luke nine sixty two. Luke nine sixty two. Luke nine chapter. Wait, Luke you know, nine sixty two. Um, start you, at you fifty seven. Time. Luke chapter nine and verse fifty seven reads, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord. I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of the Most High. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of the Most High. Nobody's starting this work and following Christ, but it's not looking back. That from the first one that that said, I'll, I'll follow you, Christ. Christ said, look, you follow me, understand. Foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. You follow me, and, and we can get started on this. Now you're looking back like, damn, I ain't got no place of my own. I, I ain't got no place of comfort. Everybody we out here helping and teaching and, and dealing with, they they got they got the hell. They kick us out. They kick us out of the homes and they kick us out of the cities. Why am I here doing this when when I could have just stayed at home also? I'm out here trying to do y'all service, trying trying to help y'all get to the kingdom of heaven, and y'all gonna treat me like this? I put myself through this. Why? I could build for myself. That's somebody looking that that is looking back, and is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. Give me the second example. Christ told another man, follow me. This man said, no, okay, Lord, I'll follow you, but can I go home first and bury my father? Can I first go bury my father? My family needs me. Something like as detrimental as my dad died, I need to go, I need to go bury him. That's somebody not looking back. Actually, that's somebody so, that is looking back, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be somebody that was looking back? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because, con. They're, they're, they're looking back to their family. Con. They're looking back to their family, and I got to make sure my family is straight. Now for how much work is in front of us, I got to look back at my family. I got to look back and think about dad died, and I'm not there to take care of dad. What's my family going to say? What's my family going to feel? Then we get to Christ saying to the third one, follow me. And, and but he said, first, let me go bid them farewell, which are at my house. If that's going to be on your mind, it's similar to in the law. I'm not, we're not going to go there because this, this time's over. But it's similar to in the law. I said that when we go to war, is that if anybody is a, basically a coward 
and you just married a wife, and we're supposed to be going to war. I guess we got to get that scripture out. Do you know what I said? And that's going to be the last one for today. Okay, and it, and it says what? Um, don't take a coward. That, that, that one? See if you can find it, yeah. Uh. Ecclesiasticus, no, that's not it. Because that's the one that that's that's been married, right? Um, because he'll be wor- he'll be worrying about. Uh, I, I know which one you're talking about. I think it's Deuteronomy chapter 20. Deuteronomy chapter 20. Okay. Yeah, start at verse 1. We're going to read that. We're going to read through this. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 1. God. Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 1 reads, When thou goest out to battle, against thine enemies and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou be not afraid of them for the Lord thy God is with thee which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and it shall be when ye are come nigh unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them hear O Israel ye approach this day Unto battle against your enemies Let not your hearts faint Fear not And do not tremble Neither be ye terrified because of them For the Lord your God Is he that goeth with you To fight for you Against your enemies To save you And the officers shall speak Unto the people saying what man is there that hath built a new house and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle and another man dedicate it. And what man is he that hath planted a vineyard and hath not yet eaten of it? Let him also go and return unto his house, lest he die in the battle and another man eat of it. <clears throat> And what man is there that hath betrothed a wife and have not taken her? Let him go and return unto his house, lest he die in the battle and another man take her. 
and the officers shall speak further unto the people, and they shall say, What man is there that is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return unto his house, lest his brethren's heart faint as well as his heart. As, and it shall be, when the officers have made an end of speaking unto the people, that they shall make captains of the armies to lead the people. When so, thou comest... Okay. okay. So here we have, in the law, in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse uh, 1 through just one through 9, okay. I believe, uh, that what was established for the Israelites, even for us coming out of Egypt and coming into the promised land, that if we're about to go to war, but you had a man thinking about, man, I just planted a brand new vineyard, and I to, I'm not even going to get a chance to eat of my, of my vineyard. Think if we're about to go to war, but you're thinking about a vineyard, and you, you're not going to be able to taste the food of that vineyard? Really? Make it go home. That's what your mind is on? You're thinking about someone else is going to eat your food. If that's where your treasure is at, where man's treasure is, there was harpy also, then you need to be there. You're not you're not you're not cut out for this. You're not you're not you're not you're not cut out for it. You're not really about what the most size is about. You're damn sure not about what Christ is about. If that's really what your mind is on, you need to go handle that then. Because we're gonna be out here in battle and and, and God has some, some type of focus and, and mental unity about what we're doing, but your ass is thinking about you. Go, go then. Verse seven. And what man is there that has has betrothed the wife? And I'm thinking, oh man, I guess it's, I guess, we know that 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 Israelite men were allowed to marry more than one woman. Plus, we were able to take concubines and, 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 and other nations anyway. But now this man got betrothed the wife, ain't slept with her yet, and now that's gonna make his mind like man. I guess it's like uh, uh, um, somebody sleeping in my bed, creeping in my bed. <laughs> somebody sleeping. Cisco and them, what is it, Drew, Drew Hill? Drew yeah. Hill. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what's on your mind? Well, and you know just what I mean. Yes, 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 we, we do dragon. Yes, we do Cisco. You, you need to go home. And if you're just fearful, and it's all, it's, and, and your mind is just all, just back there. You're not cut out for this work of Christ. You're not a follower of Christ. I'm not a follower of Christ, as I keep thinking about the things that I keep thinking about. Because of what I've been through, what I'm going through, because I, I need some type of comfort. I need some type of aid. I need some type of, of, of 
alleviation of what I'm going through. As, as, as my mind is on when I'm giving up, my mind is on when I'm leaving, my mind is on uh, um, uh, when, I'm, when I feel like I'm losing. I'm not able to focus on, no, if I keep following Christ, we're going to get to victory. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about what I'm about to give up and what the what ifs. What if I die in battle? I'm not going to be able to enjoy anything. I'm not going to have anything. And someone else is going to get, get my woman, get my vineyard. They're going to get, get that first glass of wine. Like, I ain't never tasted wine ever, but now someone else, because I came out here, see, if I didn't come out here to fight in this battle for the nation, <laughs> that nigga Tyrone went and got my, got my wine, gave it to my woman, got her drunk, and slept with her while my ass out here fighting this battle for, for, for Israel. Come on, bitch. <laughs> What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm listening because those are, those are the thoughts. That's that's where we, that's where we we esteem ourselves. That's where we're we're looking on our own our own things. That's exactly what that is, as a matter of fact, in which we just came out with Philippians. Uh, where it says, look not every man, look not every, <laughs> every man on his own things, on his own life, on his own vineyard, on his own uh, anything that he, that he has on his own things, but rather focus on being in unity with being in this war and and I like how you put, you know, for the nation. Because if you're if you're in that mind frame, then you are actually in the mind frame of Christ. And um, if, when you're in the other mind frame of well being thinking about your own things, you in fact are not in the mind of Christ, and you are actually denying. Christ or the mind of Christ. All right, brother. Uh, we're going to end today's class with that right there. I think that this got us at a good good place. Um, we, we're going to end this class with, it, with this right here. Today is Thursday, brothers and sisters. Um, we invite you to please check out uh, Facebook, Facebook Live, uh, starting at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Israelite School of Biblical History and Pentecostal Knowledge Facebook Live, uh, the brother Kazakia and the crew of brothers that uh, the outstanding men and, and families. He's out there in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, we invite you to please check him out on Facebook Live. On uh, Facebook Live, and then, uh, we also have ISBHBK Rochester on um, on YouTube. ISBHBK Rochester on YouTube, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. We invite you to check them out. Uh, whatever city or, or, or place you might be at. Uh, congregate with the rest of Israel. Right? That, that's what it's all about right now. We got to congregate. We got to come together. Um, 
we got to get this work done. All right, we got to gather the 12 tribes in the nation of Israel. Uh, most of them get the 144,000 together, and so eventually the whole nation can be saved. And for the nation of Israel being saved and being stored back to where we're supposed to be at, then the world can enjoy peace. Then the world will finally have peace. But it's one step at a time. One step at a time. We got to get this together. Uh, Brother Gabar, any, any announcement or anything at all, bro? Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm good. We're, 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 we're good. Um, uh, I, I don't have anything else. Anything else? Um, I'm, 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 I'm sure you, you, you covered, you, you covered, uh, you covered it all, you know, for today. All right, cool, cool, cool. So with that then, uh, my name is Mashaba. Um, my name is Gabar Kawa. I will invite you uh, to catch Block Talk tomorrow, um, uh, being tomorrow being Friday night uh, for uh, Friday night Friday night I'm sorry Friday night Bible breakdowns with Brother Bonabad, uh starting tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It'll be 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, we invite you to come and check out the show. So with that we're going to say shalom. Shalom. <clears throat>